Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Truth can be stranger than fiction. Writers find inspiration everywhere and sometimes see the absurd or fantastic in everyday encounters. What happens when one writer gets more than he could have imagined? Fully Mara Studios presents Quiet Please, which is written by Willis Cooper and directed by Chuck and Megan Mara. Quiet Please for today is called Where Do You Get Your Ideas? All I said to him was, where do you get your ideas? And look what he did to me. I came in this bar and I sat down quiet by myself. And I said to the bartender, Charlene, make me a dry Manhattan and put two olives in it for me. So I had my dry Manhattan and then I had another. And I began to just look around. You know, there wasn't anyone else in the bar. This skinny little guy in a corduroy shirt just sitting down at the other end of the bar, drinking ginger ale, and talking kind of to Charlene. So I got interested. You know how it is when you're in a bar. And I took my drink, and I walked down to the other end of the bar, and I sat down alongside the guy. He didn't pay any attention to me. I didn't see you. I didn't see very well. And I listened. And what they were talking about was radio. So I'm very interested in radio. I got a set that Rudy made for me, and it's the finest set you ever saw. If there's anything I like, it's a good radio set. Well, in a minute I discovered they weren't talking about radio sets. They were talking about radio programs, and I really do get interested. So I said to Charlene, hey, give my friend a drink, meaning the guy in the corduroy shirt. I don't want a drink. If I want a drink, I can buy myself. But he didn't want a drink. So I just sat there and listened to them talk. Say, it was awful interesting. All about people in radio, you know. People you hear singing and saying things and acting and all of that. And laughs about things that happen. It was especially interesting to me because I am such a radio fan, you see. So I was listening with all my ears, but they didn't pay any attention to me. Who is this creep, Charlene? So I can't stand it any longer. And I just say to the fellow in the corduroy shirt, I say, You in radio, mister? You want another dry Manhattan, Pat? Sure, Charlene. Only my name's not Pat. It's Basil. B-A-S-I-L? Like Basil Rathbone? In the movies? Sure, I have another dry Manhattan. You in radio, mister? Yeah, he's in radio. Leave that man to answer the question, Charlene. He don't like to talk. He was talking to you. I'm not a stranger. Well, I'm not either. My name's Basil Gitless, mister. And glad to meet you. Thanks. You in radio, mister? Yes. Here's your drink, Pat. Basil, Charlene. Not Pat. Why'd you call her Pat, Charlene? Her name's Basil, she says. It's too hard to remember names at a bar. Everybody's either Pat or Joey to me. Uh, how'd you tell them apart? All the good ones are Joey. I see. What do you do in radio, mister? I write, Pat. Stories? Yes. Charlene, give me another ginger ale, will you? With a little lemon peel this time? It's a deal. What kind of stories? Fantastic stories, I guess. I think.
think I'll have a little ginger ale myself. Hmm, like murder stories. Sometimes. Charlene, what, what time is it? Mmm, pretty near closing time. That's what I figured. I sure like murder stories. Oh, I'm getting tired. Shall I? Can I ask you a personal question, mister? Oh, here we go. They're off at Hialeah. I've been expecting it. Sure. I said, could I ask you a personal question, mister? Well... I was just wondering... Where do you get your ideas? I just think them up. Do you? Sometimes he gets ideas about people that talk to strangers in bars. Strangers that don't want to be talked to. Do you? Sometimes. I can tell some murder stories. Could you? Gee, I sure good. He knows some murder stories. But I could tell you some true murder stories. <sighs> Look, Pat, for a nickel, he can buy a morning paper, and it's full of true murder stories. You want another dry Manhattan? Sure. Uh, no, not good, true murder stories like I can tell. Look, Basil, did you ever murder anybody? Me? Uh, not so much vermouth, Charlene. Yes, you. Did you ever murder anybody? Sure. Do you think the Dodgers got a chance this year? Like Casey Stengel. It looks like Gertrude Stein. <laughs> he knows more about baseball than she did. I murdered a man. He's been in it longer. I murdered a man. Congratulations. Well, I did. When? Well, tonight. That's so. Yeah, and last night, and the night before, and last Thursday. It keeps you busy, doesn't it? You run out of men, Bezel. No, this is the same one. He's like he won't stay dead. Where is he? Out in the lobby. Mm. Mind if I go look and call the cops? Make me another dry Manhattan before you go. I'll make it when I come back. Don't leave me alone here with the murderer, Charlene. <laughs> I won't hurt you, mister. Thanks. Hurry up, Charlene. I do want another dry Manhattan. I'll be right back. Is she going to go out and look for him? Really? I think she's going to look for Manuel. Who's Manuel? Manuel's the bouncer. She won't find him. Manuel? No, I mean the man that I murdered. Oh. Listen, miss, you oughtn't to drink so many of those things. These? Oh, they won't hurt me. You keep on drinking them that way, and the first thing you know, you will murder somebody. I do. Do what? Murder people. Okay, have it your way. Find him, Charlene. You kidding? There's nobody out there. You didn't think you'd find anybody, did you? Nah, you kidding? You got red paint or something all over your shoes. Ugh. Now where the heck did I get that? That ain't red paint, Charlene. That's blood. You know, I knew he wouldn't be there, Charlene. I could have told you that, but she didn't ask me. And can I have another drive in Manhattan now, please? This'll have to be the last one, Pat. I'm running out of olives. Basil! Well, if you stop eating them yourself, then maybe you'll have enough left for me. Company, girls. What? You got another customer. Yes, sir. I'll have a beer, please. Hello, Lucas. Hello, Basil. One beer. Thanks. Well, like I was saying... You got blood on your shoes. Ah, uh, sure. This beer isn't very cold. Stop squawking about the beer, Lucas. It hurts my throat. Drink it. Look, leave the guy alone, will you? Me? You. <laughs> I don't mind her. <laughs> this fellow here is a writer, Lucas. 
And he writes for the radio. Pleased to meet you. He writes stories about murder and things. How nice. Thanks. Did you tell him about us, Basil? I was just starting to. He doesn't want to hear it. I want another ginger ale. Tell him about us, Basil. He's the man that I murdered. <laughs> but he doesn't stay murdered. Another beer, please. Yes, sir. Do you like being murdered, sir? Oh, it's all right. I was just asking him about where he got his ideas. Where does he get them? He just dreams them up, I guess. Don't you? Sure. Did you ever write a story about people on the moon? He wouldn't know about people on the moon. There aren't any people on the moon. Charlene, give me one more ginger ale for the road. Okay. There are so people on the moon, aren't there, Basil? Millions of them. And animals, too. Sure. Why don't you write a story about people on the moon? I don't know anything about people on the moon. Basil does. Sure. Tell him, Basil. I like to hear about the people on the moon. Well, they got two heads. A piece. Mm-hmm, sure. Two heads apiece. And they got four arms. Four arms must be handy. Yeah, they are. Four arms and two heads. I'm going to bed. No, stay and hear about the people on the moons. Another time. No, have another ginger ale. Here, I'll buy you another ginger ale. I have to get up early in the morning. No, I want to tell you about the people on the moon. I don't want to hear about the people on the moon, Pat. Well, I want to tell him about them. Ah, leave him alone, Basil. I won't do it. L listen, friend. Look, I'm not your friend. I can give you a great story about the people on the moon. <sighs> he doesn't want to hear about them, Basil. You shut up. Look, there's people on the moon, see? They got four arms and two heads, and, and they have all kinds of fun. Lay off, Pat. You can't talk to her when she's like this. Didn't I tell you to shut up? You leave him alone. Shut up, or I'll murder you again. Now listen. This is a nice, quiet bar, and nice, quiet people come in here. I am quiet! You're gonna be a lot quieter after the cops come and take you away. You see, Basil? I told you. I told you to shut up, or I will kill you. That does it, Basil. Outside! You are always starting things and getting thrown out. Did you hear me? Look, Basil, let's calm down, shall we? Some other time you and I will sit down and you can tell me all about the people on the moon and on Mars and everywhere, huh? I don't know anything about people on Mars. I, I don't even know if there are people on Mars. Come on, Basil. Let's go home. Uh, listen, I told you. I'm not afraid of you, you big bum. You ain't, huh? No, I'm not. If I tell what I know about you... You won't live to tell. Outside, you! What? I said pay your check and get out of here. $2.68. Think I ain't got no money, huh? Well, look at that. Oh, Basil, don't throw your money around that way. <laughs> Listen, babe, I got just about enough. You want me to throw you out of here? Go on, throw her out. Listen, I told you I've had enough of you. Look out, she's got a gun. Basil, no. No. I told you to shut up. Give me another dry Manhattan, please. How do you feel? Tired. Oh, me too. I don't like coroners, juries, and courts and that stuff. You want another ginger ale? If I was a drinking man, I'd have a double one. Hear anything? They found her yet? Nah. She sure disappeared, didn't she? They'll catch her. Sure. She's nuts. Yeah. 
quiet tonight. Noisy enough last night. I thought that fellow up at the coroner's jury was going to say we killed him. Tough guy. Well, he's dead all right. This time. What? The guy. That, uh, Lucas. Said he wouldn't stay dead. She's nutted in a fruitcake. She sure disappeared. Well, you'd disappear if you murdered somebody. I was just coming around the bar. <sighs> Go on, you were under the bar. Well, you was under the stool. Sure. And I looked up, and she was gone. They'll find her. Hope so. Kind of a nice-looking guy. I never did get paid for those beers. She put some money on the bar. That wasn't enough. Too bad. Yeah. <sighs> I'm tired. Yeah, me too. Not used to murders. Can I have a dry hen, Charlene? Where did you come from? Don't you know the cops are looking for you? Sure. Can I have a dry hen? Uh, not too much vermouth. Listen. Make it a double. Thirsty. <laughs> Listen. Well? You... 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 Oh, hello there! I didn't recognize you. You mind if I sit down by you? Oh, thanks. How are you? Me. I'm all right. Well, how's the ideas tonight? <laughs> Listen, don't start that again. I was starting to tell you about the people on the moon last night when we were <laughs> interrupted. How about that double dry Manhattan, Charlene? You're not going to get any double Manhattan here, Pat. Basil? Like Basil Rathbone? And why not? I'm not going to get in any jam. You won't get into any jam. I'll be out of here before the cops come. <laughs> you know, if they do come. If they do come... They'll drag you out of here feet first. Nah, they won't. Yes, they will. What for? What for? Oh, you mean Lucas. What else? I don't worry about him. Charlene. Listen. Charlene. What? Come here a minute. Yeah? But what about you? I'll be all right. Well, uh, okay. Uh... Double Manhattan, did you say? Uh, dry Manhattan. Okay. Lucas always makes me so mad. <laughs> uh, you know him pretty well. Uh, I've murdered him uh, five times now. That's so. Sure. Oh, that's fine, Charlene. Uh, where are you going? I have to see a man. Well, hurry back. I'll be needing another dry Manhattan. Okay. Ah. <sighs> That's good. Yes, sir. It sure is a puzzle to me where you get your ideas. It is, huh? Sure is. I mean, how do you think of these things every week? It's by me. <laughs> it's just like laying bricks. Well, I've never laid bricks. Say, I sure wish you write that story about the moon. About those people with four arms and two heads. You remember that, didn't you? <laughs> Look, I'll have another dry Manhattan, Charlene. Oh, Charlene isn't here. She'll be right back. I sure hope so. You know, the people on the moon, they live in these things like beehives. They do. Mm-hmm. And they never eat. They don't? They just drink. Drink what? Dry Manhattans. <laughs> I see. What else do they do? Oh, you want to hear about them? Sure. Well, they know how to travel through space. They do? Sure. They come down here to Earth all the time. Many of them? Oh, I bet you there's hundreds from the moon right here on Earth right now. That's it. Charlene's sure taking a long time. She sure is. I want another drink. Dry Manhattan, like the people.
people on the moon drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, Charlene. Yeah, Charlene. Must be in a phone booth or something. I guess so. Um, tell me more about these people on the moon. Four arms, you said. Yeah, four arms. What do they do when they come down to Earth? Murder people. So. Oh, sure. <laughs> they think it's fun. <laughs> Good fun. Oh, yes. They come down here kind of on a vacation to murder people. <laughs> Must be interesting. Oh, very. See, you can't murder people on the moon. Why not? Because they don't die. How long does it take to get here from the moon, do you suppose? About 20 minutes. Ah. Sure. Atomic energy. Put a little thing on one of your arms, twist a little button, and take a deep breath, and then boom, Earth. <laughs> hey, Charlene. I guess she's busy. Yeah. Yeah, murder's fun, though. Especially when you don't get to do it much. I suppose. You think I'm crazy. What? No, I bet you think I'm crazy. Oh, no. Look, I'm not. That's Lucas. He's a pain in the neck. That why you murdered him? That's why I always murder him. Oh. Um, do you murder other people, too? I haven't yet, but I'm going to. Have you? Um, got any prospects picked out? Uh, no. <laughs> just been looking around. I see. Lucas just makes me so mad, though. Like, sometimes I just have to murder him. You sure murdered him last night? Well, I got mad. Um, tell me more about the moon people. Oh, well, the reason Lucas won't stay there is he, he's from the moon. He is. Sure. He, he hasn't got four arms. Sure he has. He keeps one pair covered up, like under his shirt. What about two heads? Oh, he's got another head. He just pulls his hat over it. He does. Sure. Well, Charlene, where you been? You know, I want another dry Manhattan. Like the people on the moon drink. That's right, you remember. <laughs> like the people on the moon drink. Well, give me that double dry Manhattan, Charlene. Busy. Charlene. Tipu What are you talking about? That's moon language. Forgive me another dry Manhattan. And hurry up. I gotta get out of here. Get out of here? Oh, no. Basil, uh, stick around. The evening hasn't started yet. No, I gotta go. I got a date. Uh, let him wait. Have a nice big drink. It's on the house. No, I got to go. Ah, that looks good. Fine, fine, fine. No, I, I got a date. I'll buy you one, Basil. Well? Sure. Make her a double again, Charlene. Huh? Thanks. I am hungry. The cops will be here in ten minutes. If we can hold on to uh, What'd you say? I said, stay another ten minutes. She was telling me about the people on the moon, Charlene. Very interesting, no doubt. I'm sure. They murder people. How fascinating. That's what, that's what he said. Well, thanks. Here's looking at you. I'll have another ginger ale, Charlene. Where do you put them all? Well, thanks. I, I gotta go. I got a date. Uh, who you got a date with, Basil? Lucas. Uh, you forgot something. What? You knocked him off last night. Oh, that was last night. Right here. Remember? Sure I remember, but that was last night. What's the time? Only eight minutes now. 
Have another dry Manhattan, Basil. Well, I really oughtn't to. Sure, go on. Sure, go on, Basil. Lucas! I thought you'd be here, Basil. I was just leaving, wasn't I, Charlene? She was just having one for the road. Listen, where did you come from? Up in the morgue. But you're dead! It is such a bore. Sure, here, have a beer, Lucas. Thanks, I love that. But li listen, Lucas. Huh? We saw you at the coroner's inquest. It really was a bore, wasn't it? Such a bore. You're not dead. Uh-uh. But we saw you. You had a hole in your head. Sure. See? Hurry up and drink your beer, Lucas. We're going to be late. I'm hurrying. Now, don't get impatient, Basil. You want me to kill you again? Oh, stop. Well, I will if you don't hurry up. Two minutes, Charlie. Oh, boy. Who is that guy? I think it's the same one. It can't be. Sure it is. Ain't you, Lucas? Ain't I what? Ain't you you? Sure. I'm me. But how... How, how? Well, he's from the moon, Charlene. I mean, he can't die. Is that so? You know what I think, Basil? What? I got an idea. I know. The cops are coming, but look, we'll be gone before they get here. Th that isn't what I'm thinking. Well, what then? Why, I've got an idea Lucas really is from the moon. Are you nutty too? No, I'm not nutty. I've just got an idea. What? what? Why, I've got an idea that you're from the moon, too, Basil. And I just walked over to this fellow in a corduroy coat, and I picked up my drink with one hand, and I stuck out another and shook hands with him. And I put another hand on his shoulder, and I put the other hand and kind of poke him in the ribs. Why, I said, where do you get your ideas? And look what he did to me. He smacked me in the head with a ginger ale bottle. If I didn't have two hands, he might have knocked me out cold. The title of today's Quiet Please story is Where Do You Get Your Ideas? It was written by Willis Cooper and directed by Chuck and Megan Mara. Basil, the person that spoke to you, was played by Aniqua Chacol. And Jason Bogue played Lucas. Charlene was Angela Sauer. And Patrick McCarthy played the man. This episode originally aired on February 20th, 1949, on the American Broadcasting System. This recreation of Quiet Please comes to you from Los Angeles and is produced by Foley Mara Studios. Until next week, I am quietly yours, Aniqua Chacon. <laughs>